0: Hello, everybody. This is Tyler Yonke between two wheels podcast episode. What is this episode? Hang on. I'm doing something else here. Uh, episode 271. We're going to do stage four of the Giro d'Italia. What are we doing here? We are, we have it. I, I have the, 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 names, the cities, Venoso Lago, to Lago Lesano 175 kilometers. We're hitting the mountains. Hang on, everybody. Okay, um, a few little things here. I'm I'm doing a test in here. I'm also doing this on spaces. I, I hope that's broadcasting out there and not just uh, to nothing on. It says the mic is on. I don't know if it's actually showing it out there. Um, it should be. It should be going. So anyway, uh, that's the test. It may it might not uh, be happening, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> trying to do that there as well okay and, and the point is once we get it's just some testing stuff and once we get it going then we'll be able to maybe do some spaces while the race is happening and we can just all commentate on it I think that might be kind of uh, interesting and fun um, so maybe we'll stop or start here uh, 175 kilometers mmm um, I'm too late I already got this going here let's start with this one we're gonna do a little bit of a skip through on the video like we've done before and with that we can uh, give a little breakdown as to to what happened Uh, look bad weather you're gonna have this this could be one of the exciting things that's happening with the um man i really hope this is is this plugged in and working it should be (laughs) um but anyway this this could be one of those things that's happening with um the giro which is bad weather excuse me bad weather might actually um be an interesting part. People get sick, uh, you know. Their their sense, everything's going down. Maybe they're not dressed well, and they're they're trying to recover a little bit, but, but different. It's been rainy. It, there's talk of snow. There's snow in some of the different uh, sections. So a Avinapol comes out there. He's bundled up like no one else. He has leg warmers at one point. He has jackets on, uh, but that could be um, an interesting uh, aspect of it. So um, anyway, uh, once again, pretty parts we got here in. Um, Italy, Venoso, they're going to do some climbs. Uh, let's see, we can do that. There we go. So you've got cat, uh, it doesn't say which categories they are here, but you got three different climbs that are categorized and the last one finishing up and then like three K to go, uh, it drops down in. So, um, And what did I say yesterday? I said yesterday, it's likely going to be... It's early on in the tour, the Giro, so it's likely going to be a breakaway day because the teams don't necessarily want to, like, just do everything they can. They're They're not really... This isn't the kind of climb that that should blow everything up. So with that in mind, don't necessarily put yourself to that. And that's what we had you had teams immediately trying to break away here uh, a lot of work uh, lotto Sudal was a Dequan, uh, formerly DeCoin quick step uh, quick step sudal sorry their uh, guy uh, eventpol uh, this team did a lot of chasing you had Healy from EF trying to get in every move you had uh, Brandon McNulty who you know we t- I talked about it. I said hey he could be the guy that you might see in the in the race today uh, getting in a break and going, he lost a bunch of time yesterday. And was that planned? He looks really good today, and possibly it was. But uh, Lotto did not, or Sudal, um, Quickstep Sudal did not want him getting away. So there's Healy making a break for it. You got the Eritrean rider for Trek. He's going at it too. Um, ben Healy, and, and once again, Quick Step was just not going to have it. The rain comes in. Uh, finally get a break formed here. And you've got the Norwegian up there. Lachian, I'll, I'll have to check his name here. We'll, we'll get to it. Um, you get uh, Ben Squeens is up there. His teammate from Eritrea. Not even going to try to pronounce his name. And once again, Lotto, uh, Quickstep is on the front, drilling it, trying to. Um, Kony is up there. Uh, and what happens is, oops, when they finally come into uh, the, the, the final decisive climb, uh, Quickstep only has, I think, Aventapol uh, is all by himself. Isolated, so uh, not the best situation. So these guys start off the climb. Coney um, for Alpes and Phoenix takes off first. They kind of let him go, then Squeens goes up the road. Uh, these guys just, uh, maybe I need to hang on. Even- hey, 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 we can't have that. Um, I, I'm gonna go here over here to the results so I can. Uh, uh, Lachnusen, uh, Andres Lachnusen of Team DSM. Arlen per- Parente from AG2R, Tom Squeens, Vincenzo Albanese, he was in the, the sprint finish yesterday. Nicola, Cico, uh, and he's for Iolo Cometa. Uh, Nicola Conchetti, he's with Alpecin de Koinic. Uh Emmanuel gerber Gruzier for Trek Sigafredo, he's from Eritrea. Ben, uh, and then you had, um, I think that was that was the group up there. Uh, Cohen Bowman, Damiano Caruso, Eddie Dunbar, those kind of guys, they they end up kind of in, being in between there. Uh, okay, so uh, what you also see with with um, Venipal being isolated, then you end up seeing uh, Ineos kind of driving the front. So why, why are they doing this? What is the point of them driving the front? Well, there's a lot of different reasons. It could be. Um, according to Decoina, they're just like, hey, we we're, were comfortable. We moved up to the front. Next thing you know, we're just on the front. Let's just keep going. Let's be fine. And then um, I actually did hear Garrett Thomas say, yeah, you know, and then, you know, if we have to just kind of flick, um, uh, you know, quick step and keep um, Avena in the yellow jersey, then so be it. It's maybe just a, a side effect uh, that it's not really all that bad. And okay, that could be. Uh, but they end up... And they almost got it because the guys up front, they had a, you know, they needed, Lucklickson needed to win, I think, by a minute 30. Or, you know, that gap, need to be somewhere around a minute 30, minute 40 uh, to be able to, be a, to get into the yellow jersey. Rowan Dennis gets dropped. More quick-step guys get dropped. Any else just keeps driving on the front. It's not a big group. But up front, you've got Luckinson. Uh Finally, he's bridging out, and he's just, he takes off. He drops everybody. Um current comes on with him he does drop him but he ends up getting back on and then the last kilometer and a half you you're like okay dude you need the the pink jersey just drill it okay you're ahead of uh the the ag2r rider on overall so drill it to the finish you get the pink he gets a stage win maybe you get a stage win you're a bigger guy than him maybe you get it uh but stop screwing around and the ag2r guy was at least smart about this kind of like hey Kept trying to elbow in and to see if he'd come through, and and finally you saw that in the last kilometer and a half, Løknesen did that and comes into the last hundred meters where Parente uh, jumps easily, gets clear. You can tell the legs were just smashed, but it worked out because AG2R rider gets the win quite easily. Nice post up here for him, and um, Løknesen gets gets the pink jersey. So you get you know this guy gets the win, uh, Løknesen gets the pink, and everyone's. Um, pretty happy about it and maybe we'll play some uh, some interviews that's a good nice little post up <clears throat> he had plenty of room to do it so not a problem there um, there you go Parente uh AGTR gets the win 2 seconds over Leknusund. Tom Squeens uh, gets, comes in a minute behind um, 57 seconds uh, Albanese comes in and with him uh, Con- Con- Conchi Con- Nicola Conchi comes in minute 2 the Eritrean rider Trek um, Sigerfredo comes in at 107, and then Bowman, Damiano Crusoe, Ed, Eddie Dunbar, Vlasov with the group uh, at 201 to go. So, but we get a new pink jersey, and Lucknissen gets it. He's up by uh, Remco by 28. Um, Parente, he Parente, he now is in the. Um, what do you call it? Uh, well, he's in th- he's in third place here. And um, Larry Warbass talked about this where he said, hey, um, we've got <clears throat> we want we want to he's going for a top 10 overall. So you put him up there now. Now he's definitely in good shape. He just, you know, jumped ahead of everybody. But what are his legs like for, um, you know, coming out? Uh, Jay Vine stays up there. Brandon McNulty. Um, he's out. He kicked out of the top 10 along with Philippe uh, Logana yesterday. Other than that I mean um, tomorrow I think it's a sprinter day tomorrow so we'll look at that we'll look at the pro- there you're gonna these guys are gonna get over these sprints here without a problem um, so then we'll we'll be able to see what goes there okay let's see if we could play some um, let see if we could play some interviews I think we got some here I found some pirated stuff this is Michael Hessman from uh, jumbo visma See if we play that. Oh, you
1: went in the break uh, first, uh, before we hear about your crash. Tell us about the start of this stage. Uh, in the break? I, I haven't really been in the break, in the break but uh, I mean, uh, there were a few gaps sometimes, but um, yeah, it was a really hard day uh, for sure from the beginning and a lot of people wanted to be in the break, but um, yeah, we uh, didn't really have plans to be in there, but um, yeah, obviously uh, it wasn't too bad for us to uh, put, put some pressure on. Uh, Sudal, so yeah, I I just try to always be there, but yeah, don't take too much initiative myself. And then, yeah, all the descents were really quite quite slippery. And then uh, on the descent after the first, uh, yeah, kom, we went down quite on the limit, I would say. So that's yeah, there are quite a few gaps established, and. uh, for me, uh, I took one wanting to honor just a bit too fast, but uh, um, yeah, in the end, I think we can be happy. Uh, Primus is uh, through safe, and uh, I think Quickstep had to yeah, really burn a bit of energy. Yeah, that's. I'm not sure part. what it is with, uh, with the jersey now. Yeah, so, uh, Andreas Legdensson is in the, the pink jersey right. right now, but tell us about that moment where you were with Primus and there was a gap down to, to Remco and Sudal Quickstep. Yeah, um, that was... Nice moment for us, but um, yeah. was it planned? No, well, for sure not. No, we, uh, we just try to stay safe and, uh, yeah, they, the other, the other teams really went for it on.
0: Okay. So, um, I'm probably gonna get really nailed here by G- GCN. Um, this is what, what'll probably happen. Uh, let's see if we have any other interviews that they, geez, um, sometimes I hate, really hate the, the YouTube, um, see if they have any other ones from this, uh, pro cycling net. Um, he has one with and so maybe we can. Um, here's the Garrett Thomas one at the finish. Uh, let's see if we can check that one out. It's kind of what I talked to you about, of, like why were they chasing? And here we go. Not enough. Garrett,
1: <laughs> well, that
0: was the first hard day, I think, with the weather, with a hard course in a hard fight. Tell us
2: how it was for you. Yeah, um, for me it was my bracket, with my Garmin was on, which tells me time and distance and speed and everything came off. So I was riding blind for a bit. Was, my bike seemed to be clicking as well. It was one of them days where I was just, yeah, thinking about loads of other stuff rather than just concentrating on the race. But um, yeah, it was all good to come the final climb. And uh, yeah, just controlled really. Um, good first, first day. It was nice to get a, a decent day in the legs now, you know, rather than steady away and then big explosion at the end. So um, yeah, quite enjoyed it. And what are the next things so far? Yeah, pretty good. I think, uh, well, the hope is I uh, just feel like I'll get better through it. I'll let you know the end of next week, but uh, for the moment, it's okay. And is there anything you learn already about your opponents? A bit <laughs> well, not much from today, really. Um, you can tell a few teams probably don't have the best tyres, a bit nervous, um, but we're confident in ours and... That felt pretty, uh, pretty safe and pretty confident on the descent. So that's the main thing for us. The bigger first battle will be Gran Sasso or It
0: can be before. Say what?
2: Oh. <coughs> you never know if the weather stays like this. Anything can happen any day. But um, just take it day by day and nothing too far ahead. Okay,
0: Gary. Thank you, you just give? To... Okay. Oh, hang on. Let's go back. Oops. Okay. Uh, he started to say it again. I thought he was done, but I, I'll bring him back in here. Okay, but I've been at end
2: at the end. Or not, but, you know, we were just staying in good position and then suddenly we were on the front. So we were just like, ah, oh, let's just keep going. And um, I did ask what the time gap was because uh, it would have been nice to have flicked him and brought the time so he kept the jersey. But uh, no, it was, uh, it was more about just staying in control. And um, yeah, we all felt pretty
0: good and we had numbers, so it was good.
1: Can we do two more, please? One, thank you.
0: All right. Well, there you go. So nothing, nothing too big, but you know, why not? Let's, why not hear from these people? Um, let's go to the stats. Let's see what, bring these up here. Um, so we got the winner on the day, Ariane um, gets the win as we know. Uh, but let's, let's break it down. Let's see how some of these Americans did. I'm curious as to, to what they did. Okay. Uh, Matthew Riccatello, um, 201. So he came in with that big front group. Nice with Sep I I mean, he might be Israel's, I don't know, is he their best? Will Barda, uh, a movie star, he's the 245 back uh, for today. Joe Dabrowski, you know, he had a wreck yesterday. So I was curious about how he doing doing. Uh, came in at 413, Brandon McNulty, 537 after a lot of work. Larry Warbass, 20, he came in with the, uh, the auto boost, obviously. Um, let's go back to all nations now. Let's look at... Uh, Let's look at the GC. Um, Actually should have gone back down to the all nations for there. Here we go. Uh, Will Bart is just ahead of uh, Riccatello, Manatee Riccatello at 347. He moved up 25 today. South moved up 32 places. Dombrowski moves up 46. Uh, But you can tell none of that. I mean, it'll be interesting to see uh, Riccatello. That's kind of the one I'm going to just keep following along just to see how he's doing. I'm serious How well he's doing on the team. Look, Vivo. I mean, he's right up there with his boy Vivo. I don't know how he did on the uh, time trial. Well, we can go through here and look. Matthew Riccitello, um, on the Americans for the time trial, almost last. So 2:45. So that's where he's lost a bunch of his time. Comes So it's it's cool to see you know how he's how he's doing, uh, and just we'll, we'll watch. We'll continue to watch the progress. Okay. So that was today's stage. Uh, tomorrow. We are getting, um, you know, like I said, it's going to be a sprinter stage, and then Napoli, Napoli. That'll be a little bit more. Um, it's going to be a breakaway day as well, uh, and like I think we finally getting, Yeah, so then what? Thursday, Friday, we're finally going to get some a little bit more excitement. Okay, so stage five, <clears throat> sprinter day. I think you got Mads Pedersen as the guy that really is going to try to make his 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 game on this one. Because um, he's missed out a few times already. Uh, he got the crash on stage one, um, or actually stage two, because it was stage one was a time trial. Did it crashed and missed out to Michael Matthews. So this one he'll get over the top. He's got a good train, but you got Caden Groves is also there. I mean, is Michael Matthews really going to care? He's probably going to still be up there in this. So and it's straight away. They, I heard the the announcer saying today that the last you know few seven or several kilometers is just dead straight. So it's going to be about timing. For the sprinters, get their train going, uh, and see what they have, and try to make sure your guy is protected <clears throat> a little bit more. I saw um, Chris Horner talking about the Caden Groves thing, and and evidently he's up front and he's doing a little elbowing, and with that elbow, he is that's how something's happened up there. So uh, I just I wanted to see more, and once again, I think uh Remco is just speaking out of turn. I know it happened like right in front of him. You saw the guy swerve, but you don't always know what's happening. It looks like quick step. Ryder actually is coming up there, and Gaden, uh, uh, Caden Groves is actually trying to elbow him, didn't take his hands off the bar, because this is my wheel. I've been on this guy's wheel the whole time, and I think that's kind of what happened, and then it, it, it dislodged him. So uh, once again, I'm still not thinking that uh, Remco is uh, the good guy in this one. So just assuming that's the situation. Uh, it's pretty simple stage today. I mean, it was exciting uh, getting the, the, the last finish here on the climb. Um, the, the I thought maybe there would be a little fireworks from the main GC guys. That didn't happen. Um, they just kind of whittled it out. We didn't really see anybody losing there today, or did we? Let me see. Was there anybody? Um, I don't think we saw anybody significant lose out. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, McNulty, it was interesting to see what his plan was for today. to kind of in there. Also, Ben Healy of EF. Uh, he had good legs, You know, he, we saw him in um, Liège. She did well. And I think uh, Flanders, one of those two, uh, I think both. So, you know, he's he's flying and, and coming in here with good legs. So that's kind of two e, the EF and, and American and McNulty uh, giving it a shot. It'll be interesting to see who else comes out for this. But we just need to thin this stuff out a little bit more, get the GC. I'm really looking forward to the battle. And, and it was more interesting. I talked about it just a little bit yesterday, which was the event and the team. Okay. How he uses them. Now, I don't think he's the brightest uh, strategy wise. So at least from what I've seen, he complains about stuff that's obvious. He tried to do that. I think it was in uh, Catalonia when he had um, Primos with him and he's elbowing him to come through. To, and it's like, he's not going to come through. There's no reason for him to be coming through. And he got real upset. He was just dating. He was all, up, you know, working up himself. Uh, but the point I'm getting at is uh, sometimes you're like, well, why are you doing I get you're trying to encourage things to happen. But um, you should be smart enough to know that that's not going to be the case unless you just don't know strategy very well. And I think you're so strong. We, uh, if you ever checked him out, you know, so uh, was it when they had... The, the World Championships in, in uh, Switzerland, when he won, I'm trying to remember the year, maybe it was 2019 or so, 2020, somewhere around there. Uh, Mike Woods got, what, the fourth? Uh, that's when you had Alejandro Valverde, I think, winning the, the race there. Venipal uh, was a junior and he won it. He soloed out. It was a, no big deal. he'd won And I did an analysis at the time where he was like 45 out of like 57 races that he had won. It was like insane. So we knew coming in, he's, he's got talent and he's used to writing like that. So and he's still that kind of writer. Now, he's not a complete idiot, but there are some writers out there just too strong too soon that they don't have to do anything. Chris Horner, as an example, he is like the guy that I've known as the strategic genius uh, and his analysis, I always think is really well thought out partly because he he thinks that way still. And he was that way on the bike. I think he saved, he won a lot of races that way. Um, anyway, the point is you can be good and you can have that kind of mind and makes you even better. You can maybe have a coach that's in the car telling you what to do. I don't know. I don't know the, if the fever's on the phone calling the DS, telling him what to do. The point I'm getting at is the way that they rode early on today was, I hope, I, <laughs> I hope that someone is not a, a quick stuff fan, um how they're going to continue to do it. because if that happens then you've got a wide, more wide open tour <laughs> where it puts him at a little bit of a disadvantage he's going to work his team he's going to be more isolated maybe he's going to take off early himself and then you know if there's other riders that are at least close proximity to gc they can uh, they can make it challenging i don't know i don't know if that's really going to be the case or not um okay that's that's what we have for today's stage uh tomorrow how far is tomorrow's stage? oh 171 kilometers you know they complained about the length of the stages then you got 162 then you've got 218 then you've got 207 and then a time trial uh coming up on the weekend uh flat 35 kilometers uh so there you go okay well that's that's uh that's the, the the exact thing that we have today the, the I'm trying to figure out my music thing here let's, let's go out with a uh, look no, that's from uh <laughs> no that's all we got all right everybody take care uh 271 bye